Welcome to the Your Fearless Journey podcast with Becky, Kat, and Heather, where you can grow through your fears with courage and live your life wildly inspired. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired of your current story? Have you ever thought, man, there's got to be more to life? Or are you done with letting other people hold the pen to the pages of your story? Welcome to Your Fearless Journey with Becky, Cat, and Heather. We're here to come alongside you so that you can grow through your fears with courage and live your life wildly inspired. Oh, my friends, today is going to be for you if you desire a life of significance. Mm -hmm. And if you want to know how to write this new story we're talking about, you are in the right place. And if you're ready to leave your past behind and run into your future. Yeah. We got you covered. Today, we are talking about writing your new story. So over the past episodes, we have been talking about, you know, what is your story? We've been uncovering our old stories, you know, the movie title of our lives, right? Mm -hmm. And then we've been exposing our current stories, those things that we're still saying about ourselves, those things that are still holding us back. But today... We're rewriting the new one. That's That's what we're stepping into today. And I'm super excited about this because this is where change really happens. Heck yeah. Get your pin out. Get your pin out. Get your running shoes on. It really (laughs) is. And, And, you know, I think writing a new story comes down to creating a compelling future. Like, as we talked about last time, it's hard to rip off the labels, Mm -hmm. to do something new. You know, we got to practice doing something new and it's uncomfortable and we got to get comfortable being uncomfortable right and I think we have to have a really good reason to do it Mm -hmm. and I think it starts with a compelling future Mm -hmm. like why why do we want to go through the pain what is it what are we shooting for what are we aiming for so and then I think today too we should all create a new title to our new stories what do you think ladies yeah. Yes. Does that mean we have to do a new jingle? <laughs> oh, yeah. We get a new jingle. We got to do a new jingle. Yeah, right. Jingle jam, jingle bam. <laughs> now I'm thinking about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my my new story title actually comes from a song, so. Oh, really? Oh, yeah? I yeah. oh, can't wait to hear about it. I love yeah. it. I think for me, so my new title, because I'm, I, my old story my old title, my movie title would be Invisible Girl mm-hmm. because I always felt like my voice didn't matter. I was hidden. Everybody else's, whatever they were doing, saying, thought, it all it all was more important than what I had to say. And my new one is I've got a golden ticket. Mm. Ooh. And that's, that's uh, if, a golden ticket. Exactly. I got a golden Wonka. ticket. <laughs> I got a golden twinkle in my eye. Love it. That's great. And and really it's because for so long I didn't think I had any gifts to give. And when I think of Charlie from Charlie and the Tronco Factory, Willy Wonka, mm-hmm. there's this kid who grew up with nothing. And one day, you know, he's staring at the... Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory dreaming. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Willy Wonka comes out with this 
this contest. Mm -hmm. And if you open, you know, the chocolate and you get the golden ticket, you get to go to the factory and, mm -hmm. you know, win a lifetime supply of Wonka bars. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, but Charlie was this kid that had nothing. Mm -hmm. And so he would stare in the window at the candy store and all the kids in the candy store and, you know, the candy man can, mm -hmm. and he, they're getting their candy mm -hmm. and they're doing their thing. And he's got nothing. And, you know, goes. And and Veronica got to buy like thousands and thousands right. of shipments. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. She got that. They're not doing it fast enough. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. but Charlie's over here, like working for the family, yeah. you know, to help put bread on the table. And so for me, it was like Charlie looks down and he and he finds this money hmm. and he goes and buys a Wonka bar because he thinks all the ticket already gotten given away at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he gets himself a Wonka bar and he shoves it down and he eats it really fast. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to buy another one for my Grandpa Joe. Yeah. <laughs> so he buys a Wonka bar for his Grandpa Joe. And then he hears that, wait, there's one more ticket left. Mm -hmm. And it's like he has this little twinkle of hope, mm -hmm. and he rips open it, and there it is. It's yep. gleaming, shining, golden ticket. Mm -hmm. And it changed his life. Mm -hmm. And um, I feel like that's my life. And it's mm -hmm. not because somebody gave it to me, though. I feel like it's because I'm finally doing something about mm -hmm. living my life. Mm -hmm. That's good. That is and, good. you know, so I'm finally stepping into what God's called me to do. And, you know, when I think about a compelling future, I think about not what I'm going to do. I speak, I write, you know, I do a podcast. That's what I do. But that's not why I do what I do. It's it's who is my compelling future. Mm -hmm. and it's the people yeah. that I get to impact. Yes. It's yeah. the people that were like me. The little Charlies, the little invisible <laughs> girls that yeah. have hidden all their life and have been afraid. And I'm doing it for them. And I'm doing it for my daughters to see what's possible. Yeah. yeah. You know, that it's like, maybe you didn't think you could do it, but no, you can. You don't have to have all the gifts, all the talents. You just have to use what God gave you. Yes. And, you know, that's, that's, yes. That's what I think about every time. I get up and I'm walking out my new story. That is good. And that's how I continue to walk out my new story when it gets too scary. Why am I doing what I'm doing? Who am I doing this you gotta for? You got to keep that why in front of you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and it's not just, oh, I need to write. Oh, I need to speak. Oh, I need to do that. No, it's who. Mm -hmm. Who am I doing it for? Mm -hmm. You know, is a big deal for me. So, Becky, how about you, my friend? Got to get ourselves out of the way. Yeah, so my new story would be I, for anyone listening that knows me, this is the song I went played at my funeral, <laughs> <laughs> which is a little unusual actually, but immediately I thought of the song Breakaway by Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. Trying hard to reach out, but when I tried to speak out, felt like no one could hear me, wanted to belong here, but something felt so wrong here. So I prayed I could break away. I'll spread my wings and I'll learn how to fly. Do what it takes till I touch the sky. Make a wish, take a chance, make a change and break away. Out of the darkness and into the sun, I won't forget all the ones that I loved. Take a risk, take a chance, make a change and break away. I don't know why, but that 
as a lot of things when you talked about when you mentioned the golden ticket i was Mm -hmm. thinking about polar express Mm. because there's a lot of movies that have parts to them that are significant for me Mm -hmm. so immediately which i know willy wonka and the chocolate factory well but i went to the movie polar express because their tickets were different it spoke to each one individually of what that specific thing is that they needed that's what i take from that so this is just another song that resonated with me and i thought hmm from left behind to break away break away yeah that's beautiful (laughs) that's awesome i love it yeah that's awesome how do you for you rewriting your story what does that look like for you yeah about that (laughs) (laughs) do we need to have a therapy session right now yes Okay. So. <laughs> Lie down right here. Uh, yes. Get cat, those oils cat out. Cat and I are going to... I'll rub your temples. Mm, oh, like, oh, maybe go to a compelling future. Like, what's a, mm-hmm. what is your compelling future? So, some of the things that affected my story have been a lot of... Everyone, yes, everyone's against me, but there's pieces of that. You know, like, I have to do these things. I have to achieve this or my parents aren't going to be proud of me Mm. so that's not true like that's not true what who said that nobody said that though doesn't it (laughs) yeah it does um so i have shared this uh story at other i don't know if i've ever shared it here but other places but um my dad was the youngest person to be elected sheriff in the largest county in Missouri wow. when he was 21. And I didn't realize for- Go dad. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> which is really awesome, right? I'm so proud of him, it's so cool. But, which is really cool and quite a accomplishment. Yeah. But I didn't realize for a long time that I think I was basing what I needed to do off of something to that degree. I'm going to need to do something mm. To like live up to that. Yes. Yeah. So there was that. But but then more than that was the time whenever God said, hey, I want you to share your story. And I was like a horse at the starting gate. I was like, all right. Right. God's got something for me to do. I'm so excited. Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. And then he was like, no, you're not ready. You can't share your story right now. You're going to have to wait it out and walk through some really hard BS. Anyway, so I've yeah. So you've been walking through the stuff. I had to get my rubber boots on. Get your rubber boots. Get those muck boots on. Come on, girl. Pull the pants legs off. Yeah, muck boots. Oh man, yeah. (laughs) So I think it's that looking at it from a better perspective. Just the things like you know, I could look at. And don't get me wrong, I have so, so much, but I think I can look at just the relationships in my life or let's just narrow it down and take me and Jeff, for example, I could look at it like, wow, what a mess. What a mess this has been. This is, oh man, we've had multiple times where it would have been easier, probably easier to just get a divorce. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And most people would have. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they would have given up a long time ago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if you think about the 
next right choice and you think about it in a positive way uh we could give up or man this is that has been a really crappy 20 years of whatever or a hellish ordeal that we had to go through but at the end of that you could look at it and say wow we made it through that that was really um in fact heather you encouraged me mm-hmm. with your parents story yeah. because yeah. it was something that they can look at and say if we can go through this you anybody can go through anything right. yeah, yeah like, they, they went through hell come and back on now and <laughs> hell and back in their yeah. marriage where where um you know people like ministers that were like big name ministers my mom had written to and they're like i've never seen a marriage as bad as yours ever make it yeah that was encouraging to me and my mom was like no god told me he has not done with kip and Mm -hmm. sandy yet like she Mm -hmm. had that in her heart and so she hung on to that and you know she just prayed waited Mm -hmm. took you know and it was a three-year uh separation my dad came back and he and he said it he came back because it was the right thing to do not because he wanted to not because he felt any love for my mom at the time. See, and that's that is yeah hard powerful stuff <laughs> it to is. do. And then they but, rebuilt it from scratch, basically. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and now it's fifty three years they've been married. Wow. They make unbelievable the best counselors because yes. nobody can pull the wool over there. I, I'm sorry, I'm just not in love. I can't. I can't handle it. I can't do it. And they're like bullcrap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My mom will not pull punches, on, and my mom will tell shoot it straight with yes. them. And yeah. it's so yes. good though. It is good, you know. And I and I agree, Becky. That like, I look at your marriage. And that's what it speaks to people. Mm-hmm. No matter what you've been through, you can still make it. Mm-hmm. And you can still love each other. And you can work through it and it can get better. Yes. Because mm-hmm. that's what fine wine does or uh, amazing cheese. Mm-hmm. It gets better with time. Yeah. You know, when you put it in the right circumstances mm-hmm. that you grow as individuals and grow together. Well, you know, one thing that God gave me as well, and this is this was a piece of hope. So I just want to say this. I'm just inserting this real quick, but it's so, so important to learn to listen to God's voice. Oh, yeah. Because we have all these other voices constantly, all the time, trying to get our attention, trying to uh, derail us from what he has for us. And I didn't listen to him for a long time. Instead, I listened to other people or I listened to the enemy. Like, tell me, everybody's against you. Why Why even try, you know? But one thing that God gave me, I don't know, 12 years ago is he said, Jeff is not being who I have created him to be. Mm. And that gave me hope. Mm. That you knew it wasn't, that that I wasn't him. Yes. It was. Even though I didn't understand a lot of that back then. As the years went by, he actually gave that to me two more times. Mm, and one of good. them was at uh, a conference on, uh, that we were all at. Okay. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Ladon, who was our ge- was a guest on guest. here, um, had, spoke, had spoken some things to me. Mm-hmm. And God gave it to me again and said, I, Jeff is not being who I have called him to be. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Just keep going. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes that's a compelling future. All we have is the voice of God. Mm -hmm. When you are in a place of hopelessness or 
despair, you feel alone or that nobody cares, if you will just be still and know that he is God, Mm -hmm. he can walk you through that. Amen. And what I love about it is as you're sitting here talking, I'm just thinking you are Jeff's picture of because his his family has never he's never seen unconditional love. You know, you're his picture that he's working towards of what real unconditional love works like looks like mm-hmm. because you have stuck with him mm-hmm. even when neither one of you were being yourself, you know, mm-hmm. who God created you to be. And mm-hmm. and um so he honors that by standing by your side, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you guys working together now. Yeah. To grow. That's awesome. Yeah. In reality, Thanks. he is he is also that picture for you of unconditional love. He yes. left you a long time oh, ago. Yeah. But he yes, doesn't. he is, because I've been mad. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't. He stuck with you. Yeah. I've made he a lot of poor choices. You. Yeah. You know, through all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And loved you the best he knew how to love you, but it yeah. was still just even the fact that he stuck with you is love. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was th- that just made me think about, Kat, something you said in the last episode uh, you know, when, when people remember you for who you used to be, or they'll remember some maybe bad things or incidents or uh, something you didn't get right. Okay, fine. But that doesn't define us. So, right. you know, some of the things that I've done, which I talk about a lot, but they're, they were bad behaviors, just bad, uh, a poor choice or a bad behavior to run away from pain, get some serotonin, get some, you know, like a rush. But that's the first step towards an addiction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how they start. Yeah, oxytocin. Yes. And what did I say? I think I said, I don't serotonin. know. Serotonin. It all works. Anyway, what are those? Onins. Whatever. What are those? <laughs> what are those? What are those? Yeah. Onins? What are those? yeah. Uh, but feel good hormones. <laughs> But that's not who I was. I never set out with intentions to make a friend or mm-hmm. find a man that can I can talk to. When I did that, those were times that, well, number one, Satan would just supply someone to come, who would come along. Mm-hmm. And which is a whole other story in itself. If If you're not working together and doing what you need to be doing, then... That just leaves room for the enemy to come in and destruction. So Mm -hmm. that happened. But every time that would happen, I didn't like it. I wanted to stop. I didn't like that because that's not who I was. Sometimes it's very hard to, because you you get marked as, oh, yeah, well, Becky's a... Whatever. Oh, she's one of those. A manizer. She's one of those. <laughs> yeah, she's one of those. Hang on to your husband, ladies. Yeah. Becky's yeah. coming. You know how much I've thought that, Heather? Mm, like, oh. really? Really, I've thought, I've tried to be very guarded and very, um, I don't want to be in a room with your husband or your husband by yourself. Like, I have oh, yeah, been very be afraid of what... intentional yeah. about being guarded and caring um, for all the people because mm-hmm. that's been hard. That yeah. that it has been something that's played in my mind a lot. Like yeah. Becky is marked. Yes, uh, watch your watch your husbands. Like 
that's not at all what I like if uh-uh. look it look it yeah. <laughs> we're sitting here this is live but if something happens in my marriage <laughs> I don't want no more <laughs> 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 like I seriously um that's not the reason behind I I was never like oh, I just want another man. I just want someone else. No, yeah. I always wanted Jeff. I mm-hmm. always wanted Jeff. And there was just that disconnect. Yeah. And until he was willing to work on that, which, hey, if anyone's listening and you're not willing to do the work, there's a lot of stuff that comes from not doing some work. Right. So yeah. Yeah. it's super important that if you don't know how to do the work or you don't have a desire to do the work, you need to get your rear up and find some help like yeah, exactly. go get someone to help you do the work if you care mm-hmm. if you don't care i would say just move on to you know like if your person yeah. if your person is trying to do some work and you're not interested you need to have that conversation yeah because that's important mm-hmm. well and you know here's the thing too if if if, if someone isn't willing to do the work mm-hmm. they're like yeah i'm just gonna escape look you're going to go through the same issue again mm-hmm. oh, yeah. or around the mountain again. Yeah. Because you know what? You're the common denominator. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, yep. You got to be willing to do the work. It's yeah. not like it's easier to go escape and then try again. It's right. not. Now, unless you're in some kind of abusive situation, that's, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, we're not talking about that. Yeah. We're just talking about yeah. doing the work that is required to have a great relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It has gotten much worse before it got better. So it's always I do talk about a lot of abuse, (laughs) (laughs) but you know that go that went both ways. Yeah, we we trigger each other. Mm -hmm. So that's a story for all of us, I think. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I would say I am a huge music person, and so I was thinking, okay, what song? What song? What what's going to be my new title? You know, and stuff like that. Um, And I actually, you know, I would pick movie, uh, you know, a movie as inspiration after music before I would ever pick a book. Mm. However, I was trying to think of what my new title would be, and it it would be a book of my story to get my stories out so others can learn from them and not have as much pain, not have as much, you know... Like the the hard work was done yeah. for him in, in most cases, you know. Mm-hmm. But I do have a song that I actually just have listened to or just found recently. And it's a, it is a worship song. A wa- oh, I was going to say the Waffle House song. No. <laughs> yeah, we were listening to that oh earlier. Gosh. <laughs> no. Just kidding. Ugh, I can't believe they did that. I'm like, really, Nick? Really, Jonas? Come on. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> but I did hear a... a I, th- I think the title of mine would have to have something with with um, power. There's power in transformation. There's power in actually doing the work. There's power in seeking out, getting the crap out of your life mm-hmm. so that you can move forward and become who God created you to do to be. Because if you don't, you're not ever going to become that person. Mm-hmm. So you're going to completely miss the entire reason you were created, your full potential and your full capability. And what kind of a life is that? Right. I don't want to miss out on that. It's a little bit of FOMO, I guess, you know? Yeah. So I I think I don't have an exact, you know, what would my new line be in the in the jingle, but um something with tenacity and power. Just keep oh, yeah. going. 
Uh, but I do have, there's a new song out by Sidewalk Prophets that's called I Believe It Now. And it completely tells the story, I feel like, of everything we've been talking about for uh, the last three weeks, you know, mm-hmm. so um, when we were talking about our old stories, how how the the nastiness that we found inside of us, how it made us feel and what it made us do and how it changed our future. And then we focus on that when our eyes should be focused on our creator, because he's the only one who's going to be able to give us exactly who we are and mm-hmm. what we work towards. So when we're looking yeah. for that big picture, we got to look yes. to him. He's the only yeah. one with, mm-hmm. that can give us any inclination of what our big picture really is. Mm-hmm. We can have our own dreams all the time, you know, all day long. Mm-hmm. But it's not our reality. Our reality is much grander, yes. much more powerful and yeah. much more incredible than what we could ever even ask or mm-hmm. imagine. And so uh, some of the lyrics are, I couldn't see it then, but I believe it now. Just a searching soul, tired of reaching out, stuck on the tracks, train bearing down, screaming from my lungs, who will save me now? As the reruns of regrets, <laughs> they replay inside my head. Got the devil on my shoulder and he's leaving me for dead. Whispers and lies have brought me here, flooding my veins with doubt and fear. Oh, I could not see it then. Oh, I could not see. Oh, my God. I remember when I cried, shook my fists up at the sky. I wondered why you felt so far from me. And then it talks about, you know, when we're in our deepest pain, we scream out his name, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and then we see, we start to see that he's right there next to us. And then it goes into... It was in my deepest pain that I heard you call my name. I heard you say, God, that you were right there by me. Love was standing there holding me, but I couldn't see that love was always there. That unconditional love Mm -hmm. was always there. He carried me, and now I believe. Mm. It says, oh, my God, you heard me when I cried because you were right there by my side. I realized that you have never left me. Mm. So good. What even when when we can't see him, mm-hmm. he he sees us. Mm-hmm. Even when we're running away, he pursues us. Yeah, and loves us. Mm-hmm. That's good. It makes me picture like going into you know a crowded store with our with our toddlers or kids, you know, that don't know any better. They're running around from aisle to aisle, going all over. Like my granddaughters, I am on them like stink oh, on, you know what? Because freaks me out when my kids do that. I, yeah, I, am, <laughs> I do not let go of them because you never know what could happen, right? Yeah. They don't have the life experience to know the things that could happen, you know, they, right. so they haven't heard the stories yet, you know, mm-hmm. and so I will wa- I will be on top of strangers. them. Yeah, I'll <laughs> be on top of them in stores, you know, and like holding on to them tight and, and all that kind of stuff because they're blindly running around looking at mm-hmm. everything. It's not that I'm not there to protect them. They just don't see me mm-hmm. because I'm the furthest thing from their mind. Yeah. So if they don't see me, it doesn't mean I'm not there. Just like, God, if we're not looking at him because we're running from aisle to aisle, Mm -hmm. toy aisle to toy aisle, you know, (laughs) home decor, whatever we want, you know. And, you know, the circumstances in your life because you were, you got separated and left. Mm -hmm. So you probably have, there's probably something that (gasps) keeps you like, Really on guard, especially oh, yeah. in public. Good. Yeah. The, Thinking, the things yeah, that have we've happened. talked about that in a previous podcast where mm-hmm. uh, on Be- the train. Becky's referencing on the, the train story mm-hmm. where you got left on the 
I got left on the platform. Yeah. 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 We were in Germany and uh, my little brother was three. I was six. We got left on the platform because my mom didn't have enough time to get all our bags and everything out of the train at the stop because they were running behind. Mm -hmm. And um, so the train took off with my mom to the next city and I was completely and you were little left, and I was yeah. six little. and my yeah. brother is standing there in La La Land has no idea what's yeah. going on. I'm chasing yeah. this train. I could have been killed. My right? mom is, is I've oh, never seen basket case. I've never yeah. seen the look of horror. I can still to this day at 46. That was 40 years ago. I can yeah. see her face yeah. and uh, banging, trying to literally break down the door of that mm. train to get us. Yeah. Um, and it was that that's a lot of my overprotectiveness, I think. Or yeah. my worry, I think. Mm-hmm. That would totally make sense. Yeah. 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 That's that's a lot of it for sure. Yeah. But it just it's a it's a good picture of being on maybe well, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, God loves us so much and wants us to to discover what he's put in us and the lengths that he wants us to go to, the greatness that he wants us to pull out of ourselves. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't mind letting us get so far out from him mm-hmm. he's still going to stay there even if we're not even paying attention to him because we're yeah. having a great yeah. time running mm-hmm. to you know wherever as far as he's letting us go mm-hmm. he's still there mm-hmm. but we never get out of his sight and it's so important when we are growing and we're running to you know stretch that line out as long as he'll let us stretch it out yeah, i was just thinking of the toddler on the leash yeah. <laughs> A monkey backpack that had a tail as a leash I, on my daughter. I used to be like, before I had kids, was like, oh my gosh, I, I can't know. believe they put in a leash. <laughs> yeah. like their kid is a dog. Yeah. Until I had my son, and I went, dear Jesus, get That's me a one great of idea. Yeah. Get me one of them backpacks because yeah. yep. I ain't losing this boy. He yeah. had I'm he had you. one that was a penguin. And it had a little fish in its mouth, so it was, like, retractable. It would, like, pop out. That's it was cute. Awesome. That is cute. Totally get that, though. Yeah, on Alexis, she almost ran, ripping her hand out of my hand. I was even hanging on to her when we were getting out of the car in the parking lot to go into a, a mall or a store or whatever. Twice, she ripped her hand out of mine and ran out in front of a car. <gasps> Twice, she could have oh, been killed. And I was gosh, like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. you little... <laughs> You're getting yeah. the leash. We're getting it, well, yeah. You know, not not to get off subject, but my niece. Oh, we're already off subject. <laughs> Come on, girl. Yeah. Join on in. The water's when, fine. When my niece was two, she was ran over by <gasps> a Dodge Durango. You oh my told gosh. us that. Yeah, you yeah. told us that. I can't believe that. So our entire family, I would say probably all of them, is very consciously aware mm-hmm. of, uh, is there any kids behind me? Is yeah. there? In fact, I will open my door sometimes twice to make sure someone's not behind me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, yeah, the things you go through do affect you, and not just you, but they affect other people around you yeah. too. Yeah, everyone around you. We weren't around even when that happened, but I will. I am happy to say that, like sh- her angel just protected her. She was fine. That is a She's miracle fine. of God. She is for sure. Yep. total miracle. Yeah, that's a big old car. Yes. That's a big old car. Woo. And she was two. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah. Wow, so good. All of the things that that we've talked about the last few di- few weeks. Make sure you actually put these into action. You may feel so good when you're listening to us and you may feel like, oh, yes, yes, that sounds so good, da, 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 da. And then you go back 
to work and you have a discouraging day or, you know, something happens or you've got to go run the kids to swim, gymnastics, soccer and baseball, you know, that evening and you completely forget about yourself, make sure that you always come back to the tools that we're giving you and mm. put them into practice because a dream is just a wish until you take action. And so you're not going to become the full you know, person that God has created you to be. And you're missing out, man. You're missing mm-hmm. out. And so we also, we, we believe in you. If you don't believe in mm. yourself, take the belief that we yeah. have right now and yep. borrow it. Yes, right. Because we believe in you because we have been there. We yes, have felt we've all hopeless. done that. We, yes. we have felt hopeless. We have felt like failures. We have been on our face, on the ground, not even able to pray. On the hot seat. Yeah. <laughs> we, we have been ridiculed. Jesus whipping. Yeah. (laughs) But we have been there. Mm -hmm. And when you can listen to the things that we've been through, you can hear, we've said it a lot lately, you are not alone. You're not Mm -hmm. the only one who is going through this stuff. You are never alone because not only do you have tangible, you know, people around you like Mm -hmm. us and things like that, that you can hear, that you can see, that you can talk with, that you can lean on and they can do the same with you utilize your resources Mm -hmm. and realize God is never going to leave you. He is always going to be there and he is going to smile from ear to ear. The Bible says that he sings praise over you. He sings songs over you all the time Mm -hmm. and speaks words of absolute life and wisdom into you. And so Mm -hmm. all you have to do is take it and go with it. And he will let you become the wild and crazy person you are or, you know, discover the most incredible greatness within yourself. We've got a couple really cool special guests coming up the next couple weeks. And we're going to talk to them about their old story, Mm -hmm. current story and new story so that you can have some more things, you know, examples examples. to follow. Yeah. Yeah. You can have some more examples other than, you know, just the three. Why not have more, you know? So yeah. Everyone's got a different story and we want to hear yours. We want, this isn't a podcast where we just talk at you. This is a podcast where we literally are going on your fearless journey with you because we will be on ours till the day we die. So we are walking alongside you. Email yourfearlessjourney at gmail.com. You can get on the podcast, read the notes. There's links and and ideas on on how to get a hold of us. And we would absolutely love to connect with you. And if you have any questions, submit your questions to us, you know, and things like that. Get on our Facebook and Instagram, Your Fearless Journey with Becky, Kat, and Heather. Like and share our podcast here. Rate us because the more that you rate our podcast, when you do that, it can get out to so many other people and if it's moved you mm-hmm. it's going to move others and that's the whole reason behind what we're doing we want to get the message of our story out to everyone that can hear us because in hopes that you know that saves them pain time mm-hmm. resources money all of that we appreciate you we love you yes you are incredible and you have greatness inside of you So we'll see you next week on Your Fearless Journey with Becky, Kat, and Heather.